Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be uh, continuing with the Fresno State Bulldogs, who last season went 10-4 and and 7-1 and in the Mountain West Conference. Fresno State got off to a bit of a slow start last season, um, being 1-4, and four, and uh, a lot of questions. And then Jay Kaner, their uh, star quarterback, returned from injury, and they won nine games in a row down the stretch. Won at Boise State in the Mountain West Championship game, and then won their bowl game against Washington State, where they held them to six points. And the Washington State offense was potent last year. So a heck of a performance in the uh, L.A. Bowl and getting the victory there. Uh, but this is a team that loses a significant amount offensively. Jake Hayner, the quarterback, is now off to the NFL. He's one of the best in program history. Um, Jordan Mims at running back is gone after a fantastic season. Uh, Jalen Moreno-Cropper, the receiver, he's off. Uh, to the NFL, they've lost. They lost a good amount of guys offensively, but this is a program with Jed Tedford, Jeff Tedford now as, back in charge in his second second stint, year two here, that uh, is going to reload. This is a really really good team, but I I think could potentially take a step down. It's not going to be a significant step by any means. This team is obviously more than capable of winning the Mountain West. Uh, but last season, towards the end of the year, they were a pretty, I would almost say, elite team. Uh, as as we saw how they dismantled Washington State in their bowl game, I think at the end of the year last year, they could have beat a plethora of teams in college football with how well they were playing and how well they were clicking. Uh, but this year, some new faces in different spots, uh, but talented, talented players on this roster. And I, I don't, like I said, I think there's a potential for like a baby step down but I don't think it's going to be anything significant. So let's go ahead and dive into the breakdown now. Fresno State plays at uh, Valley Children's Stadium, um, also known as Jim Sweeney Field at Bulldog Stadium. Uh, they're un- they uh, are going to be going uh, undergoing some renovations, uh, taking this stadium to the next level. It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium, one that I can't wait to get to down the road. Seats 40,727. And uh, they, they get that place rocking. And their fan base loves their Bulldogs. They cheer for them hard. And uh, they had a lot to cheer for last year, and they're going to have plenty to cheer for this year as well. Uh, shifting to a coach on the rise within the program, I'm going with Pat McCann, who is the offensive coordinator here at Fresno State, uh, a young coach um, working his way up in the coaching profession. He played at uh, – College of the Canyons, and then went to West, then transferred up to Western Washington. Played wide receiver, uh, moved on to Stonehill College in Massachusetts uh, from 2009 to 11. Served as the wide receiver, video coordinator, uh, wide receiver coach, video coordinator. And then 2011-12, he was the offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach. Moved to UC Davis back on the West Coast, where he's from. Uh, coached there as the wide receivers coach from 2013 to 16. Moved to Northern Iowa in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Served there from 17 to 18 as the wide receivers coach. Moved to Eastern Washington where he served in 2019 as the wide receivers coach, recruiting coordinator. 2020-2021 served as a wide receivers coach, pass game coordinator. And then at the end of 21, towards the end of that season, he was the interim offensive coordinator. And then has made the jump 2022 
uh, served as a wide receivers coach, pass game coordinator here at Fresno State, and then presently he is the offensive coordinator. Got the jump, bump up um, this off season. Um, coach McCann it has has a, the great opportunity of uh, coaching this offense, and with the new pieces in place, that again, like I said, extremely talented pieces in place. I'm really excited to see what he's going to be able to do. And I, and I think in the very near future, he will be a power five offensive coordinator candidate as he has done a tremendous job in his short coaching career. Shifting now to uh, Fresno State's schedule, they open up at Purdue. Uh, Purdue is almost a brand new team themselves, new head coach. Um, Fresno State's on a nine-game winning streak. Can, how long can they extend their winning streak? The game at Purdue is winnable. Then they turn around, they play Eastern Washington. They go to Arizona State, who last year lost to uh, Eastern Michigan from the MAC. So that, again, is a winnable game for Fresno State. Then they host Kent State, host Nevada. They go to Wyoming, uh, to Utah State on a Friday night, host UNLV, host Boise State, go to San Jose State, host New Mexico, and then go to San Diego State. So, again, uh, the Bulldogs are on a nine-game winning streak, um, one of the longest in the country. How long can that continue? You look at their non-conference slate. Yes, they played two power five teams, but both are winnable games, honestly. And if this offense and, and the team itself are able to gel and click quickly, um, they're going to be able to do some really good things. I think one interesting thing to look at after their bye week when they play at Utah State on a Friday night uh, from the end of October, October 28th through the end of the season, um, their last five games of the year they don't leave the state of california um so that's a really interesting uh interesting uh part there to look at they don't have a home game after uh september 30th until october 28th but they play two road games have a bye and then they have three home games and the two road games are san jose state and san diego state so they don't leave california so i think that's a big thing to look for to see how they finish down the stretch as uh the bulldogs will have a great opportunity there uh, playing closer to home. Uh, shifting now to the uh, breakdown, position by position wise, starting offensively, the the quarterback position will see a battle lasting into fall camp. Losing Jake Hayner, one of the best in program history, can't be understated. Uh, he was tremendous here. Uh, Logan Fife started four games last season uh, while he was injured, and then UCF transfer uh, Mikey Keene has 11 starts in his career as well. I lean towards Keene getting the getting the nod. He's got more experience. Uh, Fife had two touchdowns to six interceptions last year in those four starts he had. Um, and, and I think they're going to go with a more experienced player here. Uh, the running back room loses Jordan Mims, like I said earlier. His 18 rushing touchdowns from last season will be missed. A uh, significant piece to the offense, obviously. Uh, Malik Sherrard returns and, and appeared in every game last season. And the addition of uh, Damian Moore from Cal is big. He has started 10 games and averaged five yards per carry over his three seasons there. Uh, the receiving core loses valuable pieces from last season, but has added quality talent. Uh, wide receivers Eric Brooks and Max Delina, uh, along with tight end Trey Watson, have experience. Those are the returners. And then the additions of wide receivers uh, Jalen Gill from Boston College, Michael Backley from Toledo, and other JUCO players are big at this position. They're going to need some of those transfers to step in and really help here. Uh, Barkley from uh, Toledo gives a real, real good option there. 
Uh, the offensive line returns tons of experience, giving them one of the best groups in the Mountain West. Uh, Jacob Spoomer, Jacob Isaiah, uh, Mose Viveo, who was a second-team All-Mountain West performer last season, Daniel Tomaleolo, uh, Tyrone Sampson, Omar Valles, Braylon Nelson, and Torian Penwright all have experience. Like I said, there's a lot of really, really good talented pieces here. And they've added Kingsley Ogwo from Kansas State, who Kansas State arguably has the best offensive line in college football, so he he just wanted an opportunity to get some playing time. And then Campbell McHarg uh, from Oregon State provide quality depth here. There's a really, really talented and deep group on the offensive line here. Could be It will be one of the best in, in the Mountain West Conference. Shifting to the defense now, the defensive line quiet, uh, has quality pieces in De- Devo Bridges, Johnny Hudson, Gabriel Lightfoot, and Isaiah Johnson. The additions of uh, Kemry Bailey from Idaho and many Juco players provide quality depth. The only question up front is replacing David Perales' production at defensive end. He had 16 tackles for loss and 11 and a half sacks last season. Uh, he's off to the obviously the, uh, the professional ranks. Um, but they have really good pieces here. It's just finding that piece that's going to replace Perales could uh, could take a little time. The linebacking core returns talented starters Lavelle Bailey and Malachi Langley, who are both all Mountain West Conference-level players. Uh, they could see some postseason accolades their way. Raymond Scott returns from an injury, and expect other young talent to step up here as well. Uh, the secondary returns quality pieces at nickelback and cornerback. Uh, Nichols Nickelbacks uh, Maurice Norris and Justin Houston have great experience. And then cornerbacks Cameron Lockridge, who had five interceptions last season, Carlton Johnson, and Azaline Hamilton do as well. So great experience there. The safety position returns uh, Stephen Comstock, Cozy Agina, and Christian or Christian Gordon. And then expect Kent State transfer Dean Clark to play a big role here as well. So the secondary should be pretty, pretty stout. Uh, looking at special teams now, the Bulldogs return punter Carson King, uh, kicker Abraham Montano, and then kickoff specialist Dylan Lynch. This unit is in good hands. Lynch uh, helped Montano while he was out with an injury, so if needed, he can also perform the kickoff to perform kicks, I should say. Uh, final analysis now. This is my opinion on Fresno State heading into the season. Only Georgia and Troy have longer winning streaks than Fresno State entering 2023 with nine, like I previously said. So how long can they continue that? They open the year at Purdue, who has a brand new coaching staff, brand new team for the most part. Uh, The Bulldogs lose star power on offense, but can reload with what's on this roster. The Bulldogs will once again be a factor in the Mountain West title race. I, I I think as you look at the Mountain West entering the season, Boise State seems to be a clear favorite to a lot of people, but after that, Air Force, Fresno State, seem to be, and Wyoming seem to be right there um, as uh, the upper echelon teams in the conference, and San Diego State as well, I should throw in there. But those, those teams are all going to be jockeying for that spot. Fresno State hosts Boise State. Great opportunity there for them to get them. <clears throat> and uh, I, I'm excited to see this team. Uh, again, some new faces offensively, but talented, talented pieces. I don't think this, like I said in the intro, I think this team might take a, a baby step down 
from what they were at the end of last season. They they were a darn near elite team by the end of last season, winning nine games in a row. I, I like I said before, I really think they could have beat a lot of really really good teams the end of last season. So I, I think when you lose a guy like Jay Jay Kaner and the, the other guys they lost at the skill position, I think you undoubtedly take a small step down but that still doesn't mean that they're not one of the best teams in the mountain west conference and that doesn't mean that they can't win the mountain west conference again they are definitely a player in that and they could definitely be there at the end in that in first saturday in december holding up the mountain west championship trophy again it's very well possible so hope everybody enjoyed this breakdown i love doing these one of the favorite things to get to do every year please like subscribe if you ever listen to the podcast and give the podcast Twitter account to follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.